Hey folks, welcome to Rally LA. We have a special service for you tonight on a Thursday night. We mentioned last Sunday that we were going to have a special Rally LA service tonight because this Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday and we believe that families should be together. I mean, typically I'm with all my family. <laughs> we go to my cousin Adrian's house and everybody brings food. I mean, we have a spread. I mean, you, you, you can cook it, we'll eat it <laughs> type of party. So this Sunday, I want you guys to spend time with your family after you go to church on Sunday morning. Make sure you go to church on Sunday morning. In the afternoon, take some time with your family. Even if you don't like football, it's okay. Cheer for uh, Tom Brady, praise God, and the crowd goes wild. Ah, all right. So I'm excited about being with you tonight. You notice Nettie's not here. Uh, you know, God really impressed on me. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. Sunday I said to you that um, after each service, after each time we preach to you or share the word with you, immediately I lend an ear to the Lord on what he would have to say the following uh, Rally LA service. You know, we just finished up the topic mercy, and I believe we're, we were supposed to go on to a new subject. So Monday morning, I was already lending an ear to the Lord, saying, God, what would you say to the viewers on this special Thursday night service of Rally LA? Well, Monday morning, God began to speak to me. He began to share some things with me, and I began to write them down. And I was already studying in it. And it's amazing how God always confirms His Word. Now, tonight's message, it's a very powerful message. I believe I have a word for the church, for the body of Christ, for pastors, leaders, preachers. If you're a Christian, I believe I have a word from God for you. So, if you're watching live, or maybe you're tuning in at a later time, you need to listen to the whole message. I was set free as I was receiving this message. Now, like I said, God was already preparing me for this Thursday night. But last night, my son Eric, he came into our house and he told me, and Eddie, he said, you guys need to watch a TV special on HBO Max. It's called Fake Famous. Now, I'm not here tonight to promote this show, and I, I, I want to use some caution. Uh, if, you, if you watch it, it there's, there's some lot of, uh, you know, there's cuss words and some nudity. It's just, you know, it's, it's the world. But the message in this TV show, it's very, very powerful. Eric, my son, said, Mom and Dad, you need to watch this. There's some things that you need to know. There's some things that you need to know as ministers of the gospel that you need to preach and the world needs to hear. Now, it's amazing while I was sitting there with Nettie and my son Eric, I was just kind of giving the Lord props, the Holy Ghost, because I said, you already started on Monday preparing me for this message. Now, so the title of this message is called are you a selfie Christian? Kind of cheesy, huh? Like really cheesy. But, but it's going to get really good, all right? So I have to give you a cheesy title just because. Are you a selfie Christian? Now let's break that down. 
Now, the word selfie means one who takes photos of themselves and posts them on social media. If you look in the dictionary, that's where I got this. The, the meaning of the word selfie is one who takes a photo of themselves, then uploads it or posts it, it on social media. That's a selfie. That's somebody grabbing a phone and taking a selfie of themselves. Now, if you took a picture of yourself, that's one thing. But someone that takes a selfie, they post it. Now, here's where the anchor, I'm about to drop the anchor to the bottom of the ocean. Here it goes. When you post this selfie on social media, what's the motive? What's the meaning of you posting a selfie of yourself? Do you want the world to see you? Or do you want the world to see God in you? Now, the word selfie simply means self. You're promoting self. When you take a picture of yourself and you post it, hey, don't go nowhere, stay right there. Hey, hey stay with me, stay with me. I, I, it's it's going to help me and you. It helped me. My son Eric helped me and Nettie last night. So you need to listen, please. When you take a selfie of yourself, you're promoting self. Now, for instance, if I took a picture of myself with my motorcycle, I'm showing my motorcycle. Maybe I'm standing next to my motorcycle. That's one thing. I want to show you my motorcycle. But when you take a picture, and I'm talking to the church, Pastors, preachers, leaders, Christian, when you just simply take a picture of yourself, what are you saying to the world? What is your message? What is your motive? Or maybe, let's say, let's say the motive was you had a, a black eye or an infection in your eye and you took a picture to show the world how God healed you. Good motive. But if the motive it's just self. We're going to talk about that tonight. Are you a selfie, self-Christian? Now, kind of just going back a little bit to this TV show, Fake Famous, very powerful. You know, uh, the director, I give him a thumbs up. He reveals the ambition. He reveals the heart of people. He goes into depth how People just want to become famous with no reason. People that have Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, mostly Instagram, you can buy, did you know this, that you can buy followers and likes and comments. All you got to do is pay for them. If this is you, if I'm speaking to you tonight, and you're posting things, now stay with me, we, we post things, so just stay with me. And you're buying fake comments, fake likes, fake, you're buying fake followers. What's the motive behind that? I want to get into this tonight. I want to help you because if God helped me last night throughout this week, I know he can help you. Like I said, I have a message for the church, the pastors. Yeah, I'm speaking to pastors because I see it. I see ministers. I see pastors. And I think to myself, hey, I'm not judging. I'm just telling you what I see. 
And I'm thinking, what's the motive behind this picture when they're posting it? What is your motive? Let me just ask you, what is your motive when you post a selfie? We're going to get into this. I believe God wants to speak to the church. Amen. Because it's going to be about self or it's going to be about him. And I believe the world is being affected today in a great way because self has come out of the closet. The world has got a big spoonful of self in the last 10 years since all this social media stuff has come out. Social media can be used very powerfully to preach the gospel. And I believe that's what it was meant to be. Jesus said, you do greater things than me. Jesus never posted nothing. He never posted something and got a million likes. It would have been nice. Could have got the gospel out much further. Can you imagine Jesus? You know, I mean, Jesus did tell the disciples, follow me. He did have followers. <laughs> Isn't that what, what we're trying to do? So let me just get into this and let the message itself speak to you. What an introduction. Praise God. I know my wife is probably home watch, watching, saying, oh, my gosh, what's he preaching on? Well, uh, sweetheart, it's going to help me and you, too. So once again, are you a selfie Christian? Selfie mean one who takes a photo of themselves and they post it. All right. Have you ever taken a selfie of, your, of yourself and showed it to the world? What is it that you want them to see, you or him? If you get anything out of this message, what is your motive? Do you want the world to see you or do you want the world to see him in you? Listen to this thought. If you work, you know how you take pictures of yourself and, and your friend says, work it, girl, work it, work it. That, that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> if you work the natural, the flesh, the self, you will reap the natural, the flesh, yourself. So if you're working yourself, this is what the, the TV show was, fake, famous. If you work yourself, you're going to bring followers to yourself. That's the whole, whole motive right there, self. But if you work the Spirit of God, you will reap from the Spirit of God. Now, this is where I want to live. I want to work the Spirit of God so I can get results from the Spirit of God. You know, I was talking to my son-in-law, Brandon, the other day, and we were talking about, you know, I believe preachers, you know, pastors, we should look good. I mean, for instance, this sweatshirt I'm wearing, $800 sweatshirt I'm wearing tonight. Just kidding. 20 bucks uh, somewhere, maybe 40 bucks, maybe 60 bucks. But I was talking to my son-in-law, Brandon, and we were talking about preachers buying $800 sweatshirts. Now, if you bought an $800 sweatshirt and you just put it on and didn't self yourself, that's okay. But when you announce it and you want everybody to know what you have on, if you're preaching the gospel to be noticed for who you are, you're going to reap that. And matter of fact, your followers are going to be selfie followers. Like I was talking to Brandon, we were talking about a preacher that has a nice sweatshirt, nice watch, but they're hungry for the things of God. You're going to get results 
from the Spirit of God. And that's what I want in our ministry. That's what I want in my life. I want the nice cars, the nice houses. I want the nice uh, Rolexes. I want all that because it comes from God. But more than that, I want the Spirit of God to show up every time I preach. Listen to these thoughts. It's going to get better here. So if you work the Spirit of God, you'll reap the fruits of the Spirit. We need to examine, listen to this, we need to examine the motive on each post that we post on social media. We need to examine it before we put, you know, we put post or you know, we push that little button and it goes in, uh, into the internet and the whole world sees it. We need to examine our post, our motive. Before you push it, what is your motive? Are they going to see you? Is it about you? Is it about self? Is it going to draw followers to you? Or is it going to draw followers to Jesus himself? Very powerful. I mean, this put me in check as well. Because if it comes from the natural... No, let me read this again. Because if it comes from the natural... You'll reap the natural, but if it comes from the supernatural, you'll get supernatural miracles. Signs, wonders, miracles, and breakthroughs. All right? When we speak, when we talk in public, are people hearing us or are they hearing the Spirit of God? When you speak in public, When you're at the train station, the airport, when you're in an Uber or a Lyft at the market, maybe you're at somebody's house. There's times I hear people speak and I literally walk away from them because they just talk about themselves, how good they are, what they have on, how many bookings they have, where they preach, uh, about how booked they are for the rest of the year, how, how, how awesome their book is doing. All they're doing is talking about self. Sometimes I need to walk away from these people. Sometimes I distance myself from people that always talk about self. So when people hear you talk, when people hear you speak, what do they hear? What do they see? Do they see you or do they see your heavenly father that lives inside you? You know, not too long ago I went to, to the market and it was after church on a Sunday and I went to get some chicken, to take home. <laughs> I just wanted to eat some chicken at my house with some tomatoes cut up and some jalapenos cut up. I just wanted to have a Sunday afternoon meal and watch some football. Well, I stopped at the market, and while I was in line, I had my chicken, I had my tomatoes, I had my jalapenos, but in front of me was a lady who was crying, and she was talking to the sales clerk. And I kind of eavesdrop a little bit. And the lady, the, the customer told the sales clerk, I think they knew each other. She said she just found out she had cancer. And the, the clerk simply said, you know what, we'll pray for you. Listen, I just wanted to buy my chicken and go home. But the Spirit of the Lord dropped something within me right there and then. He says, you can buy your chicken or go home, that's self or you can put your chicken down and you can pray for that lady right now. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I put my chicken down, I put my tomatoes down, I put my hot jalapenos down, and I went to the lady and I said, can I pray for you because I know a God that's able to heal you from cancer. See, I got rid of self and I released the power of God into her life, into her life. We need to be watchful the way we carry ourselves. I'm reading a book right now. And in that book, the last chapter I read, it says that we need to make ourselves more available to people. And when we do that, more opportunities open up for us. But when we're sheltered, when we're, you know, closed in, and we're all about self, we no longer can see the needs of other people. We're no longer sensitive to the needs of people around us. It's all self. It's all self. I seen a, 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 a picture the other day on, on Instagram. It was a guy who was taking a selfie of himself feeding the homeless. And he went like this. He took the picture of himself feeding the homeless. And then he posted underneath. He wrote, he says, I'm out doing God's business. Ladies and gentlemen, there's no reason to post that. Do your alms in secret. Did he post that for the motive of the homeless man? Or did he post it so people can see it and say, oh, look how, how awesome the brother is. What was his motive? You know, and it was, it, it, it's all about motive. Amen. Let me just keep going. Hallelujah. Praise God. When we talk, when we speak, preachers, pastors, are people impressed with us or are they impressed with the Spirit of God within us? See, that's another thing we need to be watchful. I have gone to a lot of pastors' conference where pastors, we try to impress each other. We try to impress the people, our fellow, um, you know, workers, if I could say that, our peers, our fellow peers, we're always trying to impress people, but we should be quiet within, listening to the Spirit of God that's within us, instead of just yapping all the time, trying to be known, trying to make yourself look so good so another preacher can book you in his church. You don't need to announce yourself when you walk into a room. I've seen that a lot of times too. People, pastors, preachers, evangelists, Christians, they're always announcing themselves. Well, I have a new CD. I have a new book. Uh, I can sing a new song. You know, I have a new message. Listen, if it's from God, God knows how to get it out. God knows how to promote it. Let God promote us and let's stop promoting ourselves. Come on, somebody. Amen. Let me say this. Are people overwhelmed by the way we communicate our message? Mm, let, me, let me talk about that for a second. Me and my son Eric have this conversation all the time. And he says, and there's some great ministers out there, but their gift of communicating is so good, but they have no message. They're great communicators. They're great storytellers. But you walk in sick and you walk out sick. 
You walk in depressed and you walk out depressed. There's no power in their message. Are we, do we study as Christians? Do we read our Bible? Do we study? Do we go to church just to say self-read, self-study, self-went to church? Do we give our tithes and our offering just so we can pat ourselves on the back and say self-gave, self-tithe? Or is the motive to promote Christ? You know, are people overwhelmed by the way we communicate? Or are they overwhelmed by the power of God that flows out of us? And you know, when the Lord gave me that thought, He reminded me, me and my wife, uh, not too long ago, we were, we were at a campground and we were taking a couple days off and um, we were just resting and praying and studying and, and, you know, some friends came over to visit us in the evening time. And while our friends were there, they wanted prayer for some things, so we just began to pray. And let me tell you, the Spirit of the Lord began to flow. Now, we were camping. Typically, campgrounds are dirt. And our friends that came over, they have money. Uh, they have money. Let me just say that. They had maybe $500 tennis shoes on. or I mean, they had Gucci and they had it all. They have money, but they needed prayer regardless. Me and Eddie begin to pray for them, and the power of God begin to flow so heavy, they begin to weep and begin to be set free, and about two minutes later, all four of us were on the ground, on the dirt, on our face. I think he had like a, a white Gucci shirt on. We were in the dirt, ladies and gentlemen. The power of God was flowing so strong, they were being delivered, helped, set free. They no longer cared about what they were wearing. They were enjoying what was flowing out of me and Eddie, and that was the Spirit of God. Now listen, I could have impressed them. You know, you're famous. You know, you're wearing nice clothes. Let me, let me use words to try to impress you. But see, they would have left the same way in bondage. What mattered was that the Spirit of God was flowing through me and Nettie. And that's what they got. See, I don't want people to see self. I don't want people to talk about Rick and Nettie. I want them to talk about the Spirit of God that's in Rick and Nettie. And, the, and, and Rick and Nettie need to die to self. The old man needs to die so the new man can rise up within us. Let me just read another thought here. Are we so hidden in God? Now, hidden here means daily you're in the secret place of the Lord. Daily you find time to separate yourself from the world, the phone, social media. You separate yourself from the television, friends, family even. You find a closet and you go bury your nose 
before God and you allow him to take away all the debris in your life? You find yourself hidden in him and when you get up, you're no longer you. You have been transformed into him. So this thought is saying, are we so hidden in God that people only see God in us? Now, this is my desire. I told this story before I was in Japan filming a commercial and everybody spoke Japanese except me and I had an interpreter. Well, uh, uh, the other actor that I was acting with, I was doing a boxing commercial and we were in the snow, man. And, and, and the other actor was an old man, Japanese man. He, know, he knew no English, but he was supposed to be my coach in this boxing commercial. Well, throughout the day we were filming, I really com couldn't communicate. I had nothing to say to these people because I didn't know Japanese except my dialogue in that commercial. Well, we were taking a break. We were having some hot green tea. And my interpreter said to me, that the other actor wanted to say something to me. I said, yes, what, what would he like to say? And the old man, the other actor said, tell him that I see something in him. Now, you have to, now listen, I haven't spoken to him at all. But he said, tell me, he told the interpreter, tell Rick, I see something in him. And when my interpreter said that, I said, tell him he sees Jesus. So she told him, and the old man said, tell Rick that I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God, but I do see something in him. Ladies and gentlemen, what he seen was Jesus. I was so hidden in God, they couldn't see me no more. The only thing they seen was God. Self was out of the way. You ever heard this saying before? Preach the gospel, and when necessary, use words. I'm telling you, your life is the Bible. But... But this is the trick of the enemy. My son Eric was educating me and my wife Nettie last night how social media is a platform, a platform for him or it can become your platform. And we, you know, here in this ministry, Eric's in charge of all of our social media. If I post a picture, he erases it because he says, what does it mean? He says, every picture should mean something. It should mean that you're with your family, Maybe if you take a picture with you and your family, that you're a family man and you want the world to see that you love your children. But if you're, if, but, you know, you want to show pictures that mean something. It's a platform for you to display something. But it's not designed for as a believer who no longer loves the flesh to promote the flesh. I get a kick out of preachers Preachers, evangelists, they take pictures of themselves like this. I'm talking like every day and their shirts wide open. All their three little hairs are sticking out. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And I'm thinking, what's he trying to uh, um, show here? It's amazing. Self. If you, if, you, if you work self, you'll get self. But if you work the Spirit of God, you'll have the fruits of the Spirit of God. You might be saying, Brother Rick, this message, where in the world did you find this in the Bible? I'm glad you asked. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2. This is Paul talking. This is what I'm telling you that God began to show me on Monday morning before Eric came and said we need to watch this TV show called Fake Famous. Are you a fake Christian? Are you a fake preacher? 
And, 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 and the story behind this TV show, Fake Famous, that these people are not really famous. They're fake. They bought their followers. They bought their likes. They bought their comments. They paid for them. There's an app out there that you can buy these things, and computers generate the likes. They generate the comments. Are you generating false images? Or is, are they coming because people are responding to the power of God? The Bible says that people follow Jesus because they saw him do signs and wonders and miracles. John chapter 6. Matter of fact, at the end of that chapter, they said they wanted to take him away as king, but he slipped away because it wasn't his time. Because he fed the 5,000 plus. People, I'm telling you, I want people to follow our ministry because they see Jesus in it, not me. Get me out of the way. You don't want Rick. You, I want people to hear us preach. I want people to come to our meetings, watch our movies, watch our short films, go to our website, go to our social media platform, because they see Jesus. We're weeding out self, and we're allowing Jesus to be the center of our life. Say amen if you can hear me out there. So this is Paul. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 says, And I, Paul, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellence of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Paul is saying here, when I came to you to preach Christ, I did not show up in myself. I didn't come with excellency of speech. I didn't come with my own wisdom. I came to you to declare Jesus Christ himself. I empty myself so the only thing that you would receive from me is Christ himself. That's what Paul is saying. Let me read it again. And I, Paul, brethren, when I came to you to preach the gospel, I did not come with you, come to you with excellency of speech. I'm not looking for the finest words. I'm not trying to rehearse this thing to try to get the best stories to make you like me, to make you follow me. I want to be spirit-led when I preach the gospel. Or of wisdom. I don't want man's wisdom. I want the wisdom of God, the wisdom of the Spirit of God. I want to preach by the Spirit of God because He knows your needs. So if I preach by the Spirit of God, He will meet your needs. Say amen if you can hear me. So Paul is saying when he came to preach Christ to the people, he did not show up in the natural or the flesh or self. We need to be very watchful when we get up every day that we fill ourselves with God so when we go to work, people will get a load full of God, not a load full of us. When you get up in the morning and you're late and all you do is have a cup of coffee and smoke a cigarette and you go to work and you carry your Bible in your back pocket but you never read it, all people are going to get is you. And I'm telling you, that's, what, that's why the world is in the shape it's in. I heard someone say this other day, if Christians would have showed up at the polls and voted for Jesus, we would have won this election. But so many Christians were so full of themselves, they voted for things that didn't even look like Jesus. Hello, somebody. Amen? We need to vote for Jesus daily, not just every four years. Every day we need to vote that Jesus is love. Jesus is good. Jesus is mercy. The world needs to hear this. But when we show up on our, our, in ourself, 
you know, we show up in our Gucci and our Louis. That's all they're going to see. We need to show up in Christ. Say amen. I'm almost done here. Uh, remember, if you work the natural, you'll get the natural result. But if you work the spirit, we'll get spirit results. So if you're moving in the spirit and you minister to people, they'll get the spirit of God. But if you're moving in self, that's all they're going to get is self. Be watchful that you're not trying to make Christ known in the flesh because the people will see you. A lot of preachers try to preach without the anointing of God. You know what the word anointing means? It means Christ, the anointed one. We wear Christ. You don't want to preach the gospel without the anointing. You don't want to preach the gospel without his delivering power. Because if you do, that's all they're going to get is you. Hello. Look at verse 2. Just Paul talking. For I determined, Paul made a decision not to show up in the flesh, not to show up because of selfies. Verse 2. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul said, listen, I want to come and preach the gospel to you, but the only thing that I want to be conveyed to you is Jesus Christ. And him crucified. That's all I want to leave behind is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I want people to have an experience with Jesus, not have an experience with me. Because the people will leave the same way, sick and broken, disgusted, hurting, empty. I don't want people to experience me. I want people to experience Christ. So, but you got to make that, that decision. Paul said, I have determined, for I determined not. Man, I have made a decision from this day forward. I've determined that I want people to see Jesus in me. I want them to see Jesus and nothing else. Amen. For I determined not. To know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And Him crucified. Our goal is to make Christ known. Listen to this. Our goal in preaching, our goal in pastoring, our goal in just being a Christian, our goal is, should, is to our goal should be to make Christ known, not our social media platform known. Sometimes we're more concerned about our platforms than the platform of Christ. Sometimes we're looking for followers to follow us instead of making followers to follow Christ. Very powerful. And you know what? We see this every day. I, we, we've been seeing this from the day one, from the beginning of creation. When self gets in the way, they fall. Hallelujah. Our desire needs to be for people to see Jesus and not us. Our message should be so powerful that it makes people want to follow Jesus and not follow us. Did you hear me? Our message, our light, our testimony should be so powerful, so anointed, so filled with the love of God that it causes people to want to follow Jesus, not us. But sometimes we show up hoping that we do so good and then we have the audacity at the end of our message to say, hey, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Make sure you tag me. Make sure, make sure you follow me. 
Sometimes we don't even have altar calls no more because that's not, usually when church is over, we have an altar call. Now, most churches, make sure you tag us, make sure you tag the church, make sure you follow me, follow me on social media. See how self has taken over? I know I'm being very extreme, but the motive behind it, behind it all is important. Let me just read you one more thought. <clears throat> I was preaching on TBN one time, me and the other few preachers, and um, see, like right there, did you see that? I could mention those other preachers, make myself look good. If I would tell you those preachers' names, oh, they're famous, they're real famous, they have millions of followers. But self, right away, oh, I know so-and-so. You know, a lot of people want to take pictures with people, famous people, and they post it just so other people can see it and say, oh, man, you know so-and-so? Bro, you're cool, man. You're awesome. I want to be like you. That's self. Why do you take pictures of people, famous people, so you can pray for them or so you can promote yourself? Hello. Man, hallelujah. My wife is saying, what are you doing over there? Praise God. Anyways, I was on TBN. I was preaching the gospel with some Preachers, no names. And Matt Crouch, the owner of Trinity Broadcast, Matt Crouch pulled all of these preachers in a room, and I was in that room. He said, okay, we're going to preach the gospel for two hours. Each one of you are going to have a certain time limit. Then he said this, change my life forever. He says, don't announce your new book. Don't talk about your website. Don't talk about your social media platform. He says, give the people a word. He says, if you give the people a word and you meet the people's needs, they'll search you out. They'll go find you. They'll search you. They'll Google you. But don't promote yourself. That's what he told us. And it changed my life forever. Since then, I never, I never, I stopped telling people about me. That's God's business. If I have a word from God, he'll use me. If you're on a baseball team and you're hitting the ball, the coach will put you in. But if you're in a slump and you're not hitting the ball, he'll bench you. That's what's happening in the body of Christ. So many people have lost the hit, the touch. And God's saying, where's my people? That's why Isaiah chapter 60 says, stand up, rise. Hallelujah. Matt Crouch said, don't promote yourself, promote Christ. And if you promote Christ, people will follow you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Listen, next week, me and my son Eric are going to continue this message because my son Eric has so much revelation on this. He's the one that teaches me and Nettie. So next week, we're going to come back and we're going to finish this message and we're going to go so much deeper. I want you to be a part of this. Amen. Let me pray for you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I know, Father God, that some powerful things were said. But Lord, I know you're speaking to your church, to your people, to your preachers, to your pastors. Lord, let, her get, let us get our eyes back on you. Let our motives be for people to follow you, not follow us. I don't want to be known as a fake preacher. I want to be known as a preacher that has the power of God flowing through them. Wherever I walk, I want to get to the place where my shadow heals people because it's your presence in me, God. Hallelujah. I pray for my brothers and my sisters. In Jesus' name. 
Amen. Did you receive that word tonight? Praise the Lord. Listen. Follow me on social media. Ah, just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Listen, uh, I announced it last week. Rally Ministry, we are going into production, where well, we are in production. On February 23rd, in three weeks, about three weeks, uh, we are filming a short film movie. And this movie is called Choices. We have some amazing actors Amazing location. We have an amazing crew. Now, for those of you that don't know, we, we have filmed and made two movies a few years ago. God has brought this crew back together, and we have we're going to take this thing to a whole new level. Now, this short film is so, so powerful. I wish I can give you more detail, but I want you to wait. We're going to have a premiere. We're going to show this short film here on Rally LA. Um, Listen, I want to give you an opportunity to become a, an executive producer of this short film. What in the world is an executive producer? And an executive producer is someone that helps sow seed, or I don't like to use this word finance, but someone that, that, that sows seeds towards a good work. There you go. I want to give you an opportunity tonight. If you want to sow a financial seed into this amazing work that God has given us, this short film that's going to, we're going to film February 23rd in a few weeks, you can go to rallyministry.org, rallymen, rallymen.org. You can go there and sow a seed. There's some information on the bottom of the screen. You can text to give. You can send it in the mail. You can sow an offering into this amazing work. Now, for those of you that tithe into Rally LA, the home church in LA, you can do that as well by doing the same. God did lay something on my heart. Listen, we're about to open up in LA. The city of LA is about to open. And if God has called you to Los Angeles and you do not have a home church, listen, I want to invite you to be a part of Rally LA. This team that God is putting together, we're, our goal is to impact the world right now in a mighty way. And you can be a part of this. Again, go to rallymen.org to sign up. There's a sign-up sheet there. Text us, email us. Let us know that you want to be a part. Listen, I mean, we're filming. Listen, you could be a part of this, this crew to help make these short films and the feature films that are coming. We have outreaches coming up. We have so many things taking place right now that, that we have in, in the pot that's boiling. But God needs to give us a team. So if that's you, I want you to sign up. Listen, folks, we love you. We call you blessed. I apologize that I took so long tonight. But you want to come back next week. My son Eric's going to be with me. And we're going to talk about fake famous. We're going to talk about fake images. We're going to go to a whole new level. God bless you folks. We'll see you guys.